Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Indie Miss podcast. My name is Olivia, and for this episode, I'll be talking about 10 awesome interview questions to reveal quirky behaviors. This episode will be perfect for those of you working for human resources, or if you have a new colleague at work, a new business partner, or the like. Now, before we get to the content, I'd like to apologize for being away for two weeks and not saying anything about the sudden hiatus. Just know that life happened and we're moving forward from today. If you've been listening since the beginning, thank you so much for coming back and being patient for the next episode to come out. If you're a first timer, welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. So yeah, sit back, relax, and just enjoy the episode. So you have an opportunity, all right? Great interview questions help you reveal someone's true personality, speed read a candidate quickly, and build rapport that lasts. Your questions might be even more important than a candidate's answers. A great interviewer uses key behavioral interview questions. Now we have that down, here's the problem. You get into an interview and the same common interview questions are asked. Blah, right? The candidate has answered these a million times before, from other companies or other interview sessions. The interviewer has asked the same questions and heard the same answers a million times before. It's a waste of everyone's time. I think there's a better way and it's called behavioral interviewing. So what is behavioral interviewing? These questions are designed to reveal the true nature of a candidate's personality, motivations and values so both the candidate and the interviewer have a more productive interaction. Whether you're an interviewer looking for better questions or a candidate who wants to prepare for great questions, these are my favorite researched behavioral interview questions. Now, the list comes from real hiring managers, CEOs, experts from leading companies such as Evernote, Naturebox, and Curology. I also will reveal the questions we've created um, from, you know, our research, uh, the company, and my own personal, you know, exploration. Now, as a background, I've interviewed quite a few candidates for our company and, you know, I've learned the right interview questions, unlock necessary information to make sure you truly are getting to know someone's behavior. This is, I think, the only way to know if a hire will be good for your company and if, as a candidate, the company will be a good fit for you. Question number one, what's something that you used to believe but no longer believe? This is one of my favorite behavioral interview questions because it explores someone's ability to change and be open-minded. One of the hardest parts about starting a new job is the learning curve. New ways of doing things, new culture, new relationships, and sometimes those new ways are going to challenge someone's old ways. So this interview question unlocks a few key behaviors. One, can they easily recall a time that they've changed their mind? If not, you might have someone who is very stuck in their ways. And the second is, what was the magnitude of the change? If someone says, I used to believe in the Easter Bunny and no longer do, that shows a lack of seriousness. However, if someone answers, I used to believe charisma and leadership were genetic, but now I believe they can be learned and leadership is a skill I've been working on, wow, it's just winner. (laughs) 
Question number two, who were the competitors at the last company you worked for and how did your company differentiate itself? This one comes from Ian Siegel, co-founder and CEO of ZipRecruiter. If anyone is an expert at hiring and interviewing, it's Ian and the team at ZipRecruiter. He uses this question because this is what he says. I want to determine if the candidate had a strategic understanding of the business. Surprisingly, few candidates can answer this question. I am especially impressed by candidates who have a grasp of existing competitors, potential competitors, and what a disruptive new market entrant could do. Now, I love this question as a behavioral interview question because it taps into a way of thinking. Every great employee should know three basic things about their company. So the company's mission, the company's goals, and the company's competitors. When an employee is aware of all three, even if it doesn't directly tie into their job, it shows they're thinking whole-mindedly about why they do what they do. Question number three, tell me about your best and worst days at work. This interview question is a great way to gauge someone's outlook and perspective. This one comes from Chris O'Neill, CEO of Evernote. He says, the answers are very revealing. Best day answers demonstrate what makes that person tick, what motivates them, and worst day answers tell whether a person is a team player. If the response focuses on what went wrong without taking any ownership, there's a good chance they won't thrive in a collaborative environment. Now, personally, I would recommend taking this a step further and thinking about what your ideal answer to this question is as an interviewer. If you were to ask your top performers this behavioral interview question, how would they answer? What examples would they give? Question number four, if I called your current boss, what would they say about you? Now, fair warning, this interview question likely will get your candidate's blood pumping a bit. Anytime you ask about a previous boss, it is a bit nerve-wracking. That doesn't mean it's not a useful question. Here's why you should ask it in an interview or prepare to have an answer. 1. How does someone work under pressure? It's a tough question even if their boss loves them. It's hard to talk about yourself positively or negatively. Number 2. How does someone talk about themselves? Are they a boaster, a downer, humble, smooth-talking? How do they respond? And number three, how does someone talk about their past boss? This is an important one. You want to know how someone has processed a previous relationship. Do they hold grudges, resentment, or are they just full of praise? Chris M. Williams, CEO of Pocket.Watch, asked this question for one big reason. He says, interviewees tend to be very honest in their response because they anticipate that there's an actual possibility I'll make that call. You can ask this question only if you actually are willing to call their previous boss, especially if you hear something that piques your interest and you want to confirm it. Question number five. Are you working on anything exciting outside of work? It's important to get a sense of someone's life outside of work, not because this is necessarily relevant to their work experience, but because it can tell you about how someone would be as a cultural fit. And you never know what interesting thing you might find out from this behavioral question. 
Their answers potentially could tell you a lot if they can think of anything. It could indicate poor work-life balance. If someone is obsessed with work, they might not have time for anything else. Does that work for you culturally? You could also find out if, you know, if they say something generic. This could be a lack of creativity, but it also could be nerves. How important is well-roundedness to your company? How important is easy small talk and nerves-free banter? And of course, if they have a fascinating or surprising answer, then great. You might get a sneak peek into who they really are. How does that fit with your company? Their comfort level with this question also will tell you a lot about how this candidate might socialize with colleagues, which is important for work environment chemistry. Number six, you have two teleportation devices. Where do you place them and why? This gem of an interview question, and an uncommon one at that, comes from David Lortscher, founder and CEO of Curology. Here's why he loves this question. And I quote, questions that are open-ended test for critical thinking instead of pure knowledge. One candidate told us they'd place one device in their home and one on the moon because they want to explore space and make new discoveries. That may translate into someone who displays expansive thinking, is curious, and is hungry to learn. This question might feel irrelevant or silly, and it is a bit out of the box, but that's a good thing, right? How does your candidate do on the spot? How creative can they be? What does their answer tell you about their priorities? This is also a great opportunity to lighten the mood in an interview if you want to give an answer to and also have a laugh. Question number seven, wait, do you remember all of our names? Oh man, <laughs> this idea comes from Hale Addo of Rubicon MD, and it's a really interesting test of behavior in an interview. Here's what he advises. Another quote, we like to have a little fun with our sales candidates while testing their ability to connect with people. They act like the interview is done, then call them back in and have them go over everyone they met, including their names and what they talked about. We end by asking directly, did you get the job? It's a great way to gauge their self-confidence and see if they can hold their own from start to finish in an unpredictable situation. This one's intense, and I admit, but the skills of remembering names, having self-confidence, and quickly memorizing people's details are essential for sales roles. Why not test those abilities right in the interview room? Question number eight, if you didn't have to work, why would you come into the office? This question comes from Gautam Gupta, co-founder and CEO of Naturebox. This is the perfect behavioral interview question because it looks directly at motivations and interest. You can gauge someone's why very quickly. Do they work for the money, the status, the appreciation? In Vanessa Van Edwards' book, Captivate, she presents research that argues each of us has a primary value. Now, what is that? It's the underlying motivation that drives a person's decisions, actions, and desires. It's incredibly important to know this about potential employees. It explains their behavior and helps you keep them motivated. 
Here's what Gupta has to say. I try to understand the person's motivations and interests. I also try to understand where they want to take their career and how Nature Box fits within that path. Lastly, I'm looking to gauge their intellectual curiosity. Now again, think of your ideal answer to this question. What do you hope will drive your potential employees? Question number nine, describe the last significant conflict you had at work and how you handled it. Let's face it, no one likes conflict at all, but it happens. How will your candidate deal with it? History is your greatest help. This question will tell you a little bit about how they view conflict and how they might handle it. You also are looking for an honest, specific answer. Watch out for any red flags such as obvious or potential lies. This question comes from Kent Porter, founder and CEO of Porter Leadership Development. Here's why he likes it and why you should use it too. Savvy hiring authorities respond well when I say, we hire them for what they know, we fire them for who they are. The question now is how do we determine who they are? Questions like this help to discern who a candidate is. So be prepared to ask follow-up questions, get details, use specifics. The more you know about how they handled the past, the more you will know about how they might handle the future. Finally, question number 10. Is there something I didn't ask that I should have asked you? I like to give candidates an opportunity to showcase a special talent, need, or request. If your interview is too carefully choreographed, you will not give a candidate sufficient space to share something important. This is a chance for them to shine, and they should take it. If they say that everything was covered, you might wonder how prepared they were, or if they want to go above and beyond. If they overshare here, that could tell you something as well. The bottom line is this. Every answer is a behavioral clue. Listen closely to your candidate's answer and watch how they answer. Research show that nonverbal cues are a minimum of 60% of our communication. Even if someone has a perfectly scripted answer, pay attention to their body language, their tone of voice, their nervous gestures. Behavior is both words, actions, and signals. Take them all in. This episode has been brought to you by Audible. With Audible, you can get a 30-day free trial and a free audiobook of your choice when you visit www.audibletrial.com slash theindymiss. I've started listening to the book, I Can't Make This Up, Life Lessons by Kevin Hart, and the man is just as hilarious reading his own book as he is in his movies. If you're a huge fan of the man or you're up for some insights on how success can come by determination and hustle, this book's for you. Again, to get your free book and 30-day trial, visit www.audibletrial.com slash theindymiss and just have a kick-ass time. The link is also listed in the description, so check them out to get your free audiobook today. Alrighty then, so before we end, I'd like to say thank you to everyone who's always supported the Indie Miss podcast since it began a few months ago. 
I've been getting great feedback and helpful tips from some of you, and I couldn't be more appreciative of that. Now, if there's any topic you'd like me to cover, just send a message on any of my social media accounts listed in the description or send me an email at contact at I hope you have an awesome weekend ahead and until the next one. Bye guys. Bye.